ho, 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 hello. Hello, I'm Dan. Merry Christmas, I'm Simon. And this is the Wikicast, a podcast where Wikipedia takes us to a random Christmassy article each week and we talk about what we find. Simon, what Christmassy, Christmassy article are we talking about this week? This week, Dan, we're talking about Christmas, parentheses, surname. Ah. Oh. Yeah, right? Oh, wow. So, That's quite a good one. So this isn't completely um, incredible chance. We did uh, do what we did for our Halloween special, and we have looked within the Christmas category on, on uh, Wikipedia, and we selected mm. a random article. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we've got Christmas surname. Um, it, it, it opens with Christmas is a fairly uncommon surname. Yeah, um, I was about to say. I don't, I don't think I could name... There is a large list of people here with the name, but I can't think off the top of my head of anyone who's got the surname of Christmas. I think I actually know someone whose last name is Christmas. I know someone whose name is Santa because they were born on December 25th. But mm. that's like the first name version, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, There's it, a guy it's, in my uh, year whose name is Christmas. Really? Yeah, his first name's even better, but I'm not going to say them both because, uh, you know, privacy. Where is he um, from? Oh, that's a very good question. Like, is, he, is he British or is it? Because I don't know. It yeah, seem- he's apparently he's from, yeah, he's from Kent. Ah, they do strange things over in Kent, some Mm. weird counties. So the article kicks off with Christmas is a fairly uncommon surname, which is sometimes said to have been a by-name given to a person born at Christmas. However, others dispute this interpretation. A few hundred years ago, the English language had no fast system of spelling rules. When literacy was still uncommon, spelling variations were often found in surnames with Anglo-Saxon origins, which are transcribed-based. What? I, I think that's 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 that might be someone whose English isn't their first language yeah, um, has written this. <laughs> Words were transcribed using their pronunciation when names are listed in public records. The by name was spelled Christmas uh, in 1185 and 1191, and that's C R I S T E M A S S Christmas. Oh, as in Sir Christmas, Noel Noel. Yeah, presumably, uh, yeah, yeah. and Christes Messe in 1308 and that's c-r-i-s-t-e-s-m-e-s-s-e oh, like the german yeah like a more of a german kind of thing yeah. um the name is principally found in essex and sussex counties where some records suggest they held a family seat from ancient times wow but did their feet that's the question <clears throat> absolutely yeah <laughs> um very good it says here oh actually on the religious theme uh at least 50 Parentheses five zero. <laughs> what is this article? Women called Mary have married a man with the surname of Christmas over the past one hundred and seventy years to become Merry Christmas. <laughs> wow. Very good. I love that they felt the need to include that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, in December 2012, living Mrs. Mary Christmas from Hull, England, was featured online as a woman with a year-round Yuletide spirit. She is a wife to a certain Leroy Christmas. Oh my God, Leroy, Leroy Christmas! That's oh. amazing. Uh, the earliest known record of a Merry Christmas was discovered in 1837 when Mary Cannon married a Mr. Christmas in Alton, Hampshire and, wow. quote, set herself up for years of festive ribbing. Whoa. That, that... Easy, Mary. <laughs> Take it easy. Oh, my God, this is amazing. This I had, I, like, I had low hopes for this article. I really did, but uh, the, the, that's oh, killed like me. It. It's the got fa- legs. Like the fact that also this, I'm pretty sure this is written by someone whose English isn't their first language. The fact that it's mm. um, it, in 
Anglo-Saxon origins, which are transcribed based, and at least fifty brackets five zero women. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the clarification there. Incredible. I mean, we are so we're releasing this just before Christmas. Um, we are in we full are. Christmas mo- mood at the moment. Um, yeah. I mean, both mood and mood. Yep. Christmas fashion. Um, mm-hmm. I mean. I can't escape Christmas music at the moment, partly of my own design because I keep playing the bloody stuff. Um, mm. And presumably for you because you can't stop singing the bloody stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It's been um, it's been pretty full on. I do actually, much to my delight, have um, I have this week off from uh, from Evensong. It's just uh, it's just <coughs> it's just Leivikers, um, which gives me a little bit more time. I still have some other choirs around, which means I can't go home sadly. But um, but I, I get to have a little bit of a, a little bit of downtime. So yeah, I mean, you've, um, is next week quite busy then? Yes, it's just ludicrous. Um, <laughs> everything we've got Grandison, which is the big like Christmas Eve service and um, uh, Christmas Day service rather. Um, mm. Yeah, it's just it's it's colossal. St Peter's Singers, uh, which is the other choir that uh, that sings with Exeter Cathedral, we're doing a recorded carol concert. Uh, oh, for the for the BBC, I'll have you know, uh, this evening, in fact. Wow. Um, so uh, when a link to that comes out, we'll we'll pop it on the, the Wikicast um, Facebook page and things, so you can have a listen. We're, we're quite good. Um, that's quite fun. I'm currently gazing at my tree. Um, that's not a euphemism. I mean the Christmas tree <laughs> in my uh, in wow, my look room. At those thick branches. Yeah. Wow. yeah. You're Earthy. dropping needles again, Dan. <clears throat> I know. Well, you know, it's uh, it's common at this time of year. Um, it's cold. So the, the, the my tree in question is is lovingly bedecked with uh, assorted IKEA baubles. Um, two, there's a little felt Christmas gremlin who's sitting on the top of the tree. Who that's was my favourite thing. That, that's an angel, Dan. Well, this is really a gremlin. I will take a photo uh, and send it to you after after this podcast's done. But it's quite he's quite funny. Um there's a there's a duck, a felt duck on there. Aww. Um there's a load of dried segments of orange because I got all artsy craftsy the other day. Oh, did and... you like dry them out in the oven? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I ah. did, yeah. Um and I've also stuck some cinnamon sticks onto the backs of them. And I've positioned the orange segments in front of fairy lights such that a kind of stained glass effect. Yeah, it's really quite lovely. And then um, the rest of the tree is covered in Cadbury's chocolate and condoms. So, (laughs) (laughs) Have a a merry but safe Christmas, everyone. Yeah, hey, safety first. I just realised something. You didn't give Mm. me the Theo chocolate, you absolute bastard. Oh, I forgot. You oh, did. No. It's partly oh. my fault. I should have reminded you, but so I should have brought it when I brought your thing. Yeah, oh, because we have we have seen each other this past week. Because I came down and I finally graduated. I am done with the university forever. That's it. Well, not He's maybe done. not forever, but for now. Um, and yeah, we we actually got to uh, to hang out in person, which was delightful. Um, it was as ever. It was a fun experience because we the, the way that ed, extra graduations work is you know you have the ceremony and it's all that's the formal bit but then afterwards everyone troops out and the covered street which is in the middle of the university um, in the forum uh, is just full of people celebrating and there's free cupcakes and a, a ungodly amount of alcohol like we were we were stood with my parents and pixel girl next to the table of, of fizzy wine yeah um, I'm fairly sure it's something like each graduate they. Sp- for the graduation period, I know in July, um, which is because there's more ceremonies, they spend yep. about 25 grand on just on booze. <clears throat> it's a lot. Yeah. 
uh, and it, and it's and it's lovely. It's a, it's a really really nice um, sort of way of celebrating. And then after that, we went out for drinks uh, in the evening, um, mm, which was we did indeed. which was fun. We went to what used to be an Australian themed pub, but is now yes, it was. Uh, it's the, the Exonian, Exonian. yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a sort of a sports pub, uh, which was incredibly cheap, and I highly recommend it to basically anybody. Yeah. Uh, it was good fun, wasn't it? It was, yeah. You had uh, you had a, a, a I got you a um a custom <laughs> a, a custom bespoke. Yes. Uh, what was special about it, Dan? Well, it was basically a glorified Jagerbomb, wasn't it? However, the title was Doctor Meister, and I thought, well, given given today's proceedings, it mm. would be rude not to. Uh, not it, to get it for you. It was horrid. I won't lie. Yeah, it was foul. <laughs> <laughs> like you, I gave some to you, and you were like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's that's not going out well." It was Dr Pepper, Jägermeister, lime, and uh, cola topped, served yeah. in a can. Yeah, served with um with cola bottles. Now the, the we chewy both gummy. said something very stupid, but they were different things. Do you remember? Because uh, I, yeah, yeah. I was like, because all the set, all these drinks were called tinnies, and I was like, "Oh, what? What? Why are they called?" called titties and you just looked at me they're like they're served in a can simon mm. and then afterwards you were like i wonder i wonder why it's called dr meister because yeah. <laughs> like, it's in a dr pepper tinny dan yeah 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 <laughs> it's safe to say we weren't firing on all cylinders uh, by, uh, I, by that I point certainly either. wasn't on the the morning after or the morning after <laughs> that because uh you only graduate for the phd once well most people anyway uh and so we we pixel girl and i had another round of celebrations with um uh, various chapel choir people after a concert, uh, which we went to, which was delightful. Um, there was oh, I heard that was particularly intense. Yeah, the, the concert was good actually. It was it was a, a cuddly Salterton male voice choir uh, accompanied by the University Chapel Choir, uh, and the the chapel choir actually made it through all of the Sandstrom Essestein's. Uh, actually, it's not Essestein Rosensprungen, isn't it? It's a slightly different one. Um, mm. I think it's just Essestein Rose, isn't it? Yeah, but it, the, the text is slightly different. Yeah, der mm. are in Ross Utsprungen. It's, uh, it's uh, because it's in, oh God, is it Swedish? I'm not actually sure. Is it? Uh, yeah, Swedish, because it's his reimagining. But yeah, they actually made it through without anybody fainting this time. Uh, because fun fact, that was what happened in the uh, Nine Lessons and Carol service on campus. One of the scholars, because uh, fa- I've seen the video now. My- Michael showed me the video of the service. Um, he handled that so professionally. Like yeah. normally, we take the the piss out of Michael like relentlessly. But I was so impressed. <clears throat> yeah, he smashed it. Like you know, the, basically for those imagine this: there's there's a there's a choir, and then there's also a semi-chorus, so it's a bit more complicated than normal. There's four scholars in the middle of the chapel. Everyone else is in the stalls singing. One of the girls in the stalls basically starts swaying and is clearly about to like faint and smash her head. Michael continues conducting, moves over to the side, sits her down, hmm. asks if she's okay. It's very clear that she's not. Then goes back to the middle of the chapel, brings everybody to a finish, like stops the piece, tells everyone to sit down in the same motion, and then goes and carry, like takes her out of the chapel. And I was just yeah. like, mate, you, you, you smashed that. Um, it was very professional. It was good. Very, very good. It's a shame though because it's one of my favourite pieces of music, and I was just, it's just a shame that they didn't finish the whole thing. Yeah, it's stunning. But um, yes, yeah, the chapel, the concert was good. Although Pixel Girl and I paid about forty pounds to go to it because we missed our train, uh, paid for returns to Exmouth where the concert was, um, which was a tenner, and then uh, missed our train by about thirty seconds, and then had to get a taxi there, um, which, which it was worth it. It was worth it. I'm very glad that we went, and I'm very very yeah. glad we went out for drinks afterwards because we didn't get back in until about five in the morning. Um, yeah, that's quite funny because some members of the chapel choir, <clears throat> not to name any names, uh, 
stayed out very, very late. Uh, and I don't know whether they forgot or they thought they could handle having to be up the next morning. The reason I didn't come out was because I um, I had mass the next morning. I had to be at re- rehearsal for 9am for a 10 o'clock service. Hmm. And uh, it's safe to say that some people, um, they made it to the service, didn't quite make it to the rehearsal and weren't... <laughs> weren't particularly <laughs> useful, let's say. I think there were, there were like three people who ran in as we were all rehearsing in the stalls. And they, what they didn't realise was Tim Noon was singing with us that day. Oh, So Tim dear. was like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just going to go and bollock these two scholars and then we're, we're good to go. <laughs> um, whereas I was very sensible. I had a very had a v- early night. Of course. So it was good. And then I bumped into you, didn't I? Yeah. Later that day. It was very, I, I thought it was very funny anyway. Cause mm. you, you were with somebody in, in fat face, wasn't it? Yes, um, yeah. and uh, I noticed you way before you noticed me, and I was wearing um, my gigantic grey hoodie, which makes me look enormous. Like I, yeah. I look like a mountain in this thing. Um, and Dan, for those of you who maybe are not aware, is a very small man. Um, mm. He has the, the the body of a bird, uh, and his friend were looking at something, and you, you were being all charming and just like yourself, and I you kind of slowly turned to me and all you saw was this guy, this this humongous guy, eyes wide open, staring at you and emitting a low hissing noise. Yeah. And there was about a half second of panic on your face when you were like, oh my God, oh, it's Simon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just so odd. I was like, of all the people I was thinking of bumping into, because to be honest, I forgot that you were still in Exeter. Mm. And, uh, and Pixel Girl wasn't... Um, wasn't feeling too crash hot. I don't oh, think God. Was she? it was so funny. We, we we had an hour to kill before our train, and she just was like, "Yeah, I want to do some shopping." And then the hangover hit her, like the asteroid hit the Earth sixty five million years ago. Mm. Um, she would just walk into a shop, go, "No, I can't do this," and <laughs> walk out. And we did that about five or six times. <laughs> like she was so not feeling it. Bless her. Uh, I I for some reason have Wolverine levels of like alcohol processing. I don't think mm. I've had a single hangover in my entire life. Like, yeah. I, I honestly don't know how I've just... I feel tired from the yeah. lack of sleep, but I never get, like, the headache, the sore throat, the just general sense of impending doom. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it I've is. Managed to, I've managed to pretty much kind of phase that out now because the answer for me is just have at least three large glasses of water and I will be right as rain. In mm. fact, I, I'm putting this to the test because uh, James and I, my housemate, um, <clears throat> as a Christmas treat, I, I, I bought the Harry Potter film collection. Uh, and we've been gradually making our way through... through on on Blu-ray or, or download? Or download. No. Um, and uh, I, we watched, I think, about two films back-to-back last night. And as we were doing that, we were gradually working our way through quite a spectacular amount of alcohol. For a quiet <laughs> night in, it was embarrassing. Um, and while that was all cooking, we had a massive um, like pork apple cider stew cooking. Oh yeah, um, and it was oh man, it was delicious. It anyway, does sound sitting pretty there, great. And like about two and a half bottles of wine later, we were starting to kind of wind things down. Um, but I'd we'd gone to M and S earlier that day, and they do these things. They've they I saw it and I was intrigued. Um, it, it's a little box, and in this box are two kind of you know like Poirot esque little coffee glasses. Oh yeah, it looks yeah. like a latte glass, but in miniature. Um, they have these two glasses in there with foil tops, and it's a, it's now what was it? It was a brandy, hot chocolate, with cream and stuff. And Ooh. you basically you take these things, you you pierce the foil lid, 
and you whack them in the microwave for like 45 seconds. Um, mm. And I don't know how they do it because it, when it's not heated, it's in like kind of like a gelatinous form. So you can like turn it upside down and it doesn't ruin the layer of chocolate and then the layer of cream to make it look all aesthetically pleasing. Mm. <clears throat> Anyway, long story short, we, we, we decided to end the night with finishing the other bottle of wine and uh, and having these as a treat, like a dessert after. And Jesus, Mother of Mary. Um, <laughs> Mary, Mother of Jesus, actually. Is yeah, Jesus, way Mother of Mary. Wait a yeah. second. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not right, is it? Um, it was like so strong. <laughs> James and I were sitting there after each sip, literally just going like, <laughs> after each one it was mad we got to about half past midnight and i was like oh i should probably go because i've got to record the podcast and i don't want to be completely incapacitated um mm. and i've got to sing this thing tomorrow and i want to be fairly good so i had some water and woke up feeling you know right as rain but my god it was a very boozy night but i'm completely fine so nice there we go happy days i haven't had my advent calendar yet though oh go on do you want to open it today I'll i don't get it I'm going to go and scamper across. Hang on. Right. Right. Here we are. Here is the... Here is said advent calendar. It is the 18th. Oh, and it's right bang in the centre. So here we go. A little bit of of ASMR for our listeners this morning. This is me. I'm approaching the calendar. I'm I'm piercing the perforated card. Ooh. Ooh. We're opening. Oh, there we go. And then if you listen, that's the little um, gold-shimmered salted caramel truffle rattling in its little nest. <laughs> that's the um, most you sentence. <laughs> thanks very much. I do try. And here we go. This is the... That's the the, uh, the said truffle. And I'll do a very satisfying crunch of it. Okay, you ready? Okay, I need to be careful because the, the salted caramel stuff inside is very liquidy and I might just spray salted caramel all over my laptop and microphone. So oh, this bear, be good. bear with me. Ooh. Oh! Yeah. Is that good? Oh, yeah. I'm also... <clears throat> excuse me. Take your time. It's all right. There's no rush. Yeah, no, it's fine. All right. Um... I'm savouring it. I've got a, I've got an entire pot of tea here. I've got into a new habit. Every kind of like the last five episodes or so, I've just made sure that I've got a little little jug of milk, an entire pot of tea in a cup that I gradually work through about five cups of tea throughout the recording of a podcast. See, I have been wondering whether like I could do a similar thing, but instead of having tea, if I could just paint Warhammer whilst we're recording. Because I, f- I feel like... You know, because there's no visual aspect to it. I'm wondering if I if, I might just do it one episode and see if you notice. Yeah. Also, given our talk of, of not being completely incapacitated for recording the podcast, maybe we should do that just once. Just just do a one-off special episode where we get absolutely trashed and yeah. then record the episode. Why don't we do it for New Year? <laughs> oh, my God. I know, rec- I, I, actually, no, no, no. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Um, We should do it if people come to the live stream that I'm doing the day this comes out on mm-hmm. the Oxcast Twitch, if people donate to the Jingle Jam and say in your donation that you want a boozy Wikicast special, then yeah. we'll do it. Okay. But people, people, if you're listening to this and it's the Saturday, then come to the Yogscast Twitch channel and I'll be doing the Jingle Jam. Um, I think it's at 5 p.m., 5 till 8. And if you submit a donation, you can, you can give a bunch of money to some really good charities. But if you say that you want a boozy Wikicast special, Dan and I will get trashed one day. Uh, and yeah, it probably will be the New Year's episode and um, and do a Wikicast. 
So there you go. Sounds you've got good. To, I'm you've absolutely got to donating to, to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Actually, um, it's a little, bit, a little bit nervous because, like, obviously, I'm kind of new to the the, the whole F- Yogg's family. And mm-hmm. I had a guy on yesterday who was a, a guest, and people didn't really take to him. Yeah. Um, and the chat who are you on with? Is it just you? No, no, it's not just me. I think it's me, Hannah Witten, Terps, and Lewis. Okay, so at least you've got like Terps and Lewis know you, so they'll, they'll oh, be yeah, like, yeah. they'll be in it, and so does Hannah, obviously. But like, I mean, um, in terms of people watching, they will know that they know you, so they'll probably be yeah. less inclined to rip the shit out of you. And also, yeah, I, I appeared in the um, the Hat Films video that I did came out um, on. Yes, I saw that. In fact, <coughs> excuse me, um, mutual friend and I uh, watched um, watched that together. Oh, nice! Uh, it was very good. Yeah, I was pretty pleased with how it came out. Actually, I think they they cut it down less um less than i thought they would so yeah and the reaction from the audience seems to be really positive so that that encourages me when it comes to the um the, the live stream so you know good. that's good um but also yeah so I'm, I'm going up there a day early i'm, I'm there on friday to record some trivial pursuit um mm-hmm. with the with the boys and i'm not quite sure if we're doing anything else i think the plan is to do trivial pursuit and one or two other things but yeah so I, I am Ooh. I am really looking forward to it, and I, I, I don't know just the the ability to be on a live stream, and even if it's this late in the month, you're still going to raise several thousand pounds for um for charity. So it's mm. it's a real, real privilege to be able to do it. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, God, it's all mental. It's 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 nuts what's happening at the moment. I actually was just looking for a, an older file because I'm editing the graduation vlog um at the moment, and I saw a screenshot that I took in 2016 mm-hmm. of Ross from Hat Films. Um, having a chat with me on Twitter. And I thought that at the time this was, this is nuts. This is the closest I'm ever going to get to out films. This is so crazy. Yeah. And then two years later, uh, I'm, I'm doing videos with them. Yeah. On uh, their channel. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely. Crazy. And yeah. And then Ross said, yeah, looking forward to doing some more, uh, more videos with you next year. So, mm. so happy with how that went. Like, ah, yeah, it was really, it was such a good video. I think it went really well. Yeah, now the pressure's on to do that again. Mm, <laughs> Got to be just be entertaining again. But cool! Oh my god! So we, we, we let, let's just return to this article briefly because I, we said that um, we couldn't think of anybody with the name Christmas, um, mm-hmm. and there is there is a large name a sort of list of names here. Um, I don't really recognise any of these people, but I feel like we should just sort of round out the article before we move on. Um, we've got a guy called Art Christmas, it just an incredible name uh right. he's a, a canadian jazz saxophonist um, oh my god of course he is what a legend. yeah right uh there was a guy called eric christmas who was a british actor from 1916 to 2000 so like imagine like a four- 1940s actor called eric christmas it's just perfect mm. i'm sorry what there was a, an american mercenary called lee christmas an american mercenary in central america uh wow just went around Central America with a bunch of machine guns. Okay. Um, what else have we got? Randy Christmas. Oh, God. That's not allowed. <laughs> Speaking of Randy Christmas, I've just listened to the My Dad Wrote a Porno, Porno Christmas special. Oh, we had listened to that last night as well. Yeah, she, very she funny. Santa, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plot twist. <laughs> uh, yes, Randy Christmas is the uh, uh, Dad Wrote a Porno Christmas special. The only one on here who I think I might have known before was Stephen Christmas, who uh, has a blood... Clot- clotting protein named after him um wow that's none of these people are exactly <laughs> terribly famous clang <laughs> yeah i mean I, I don't know any of these people and then there are a few fictional ones um yeah there's for example in the expendables um there's a jason statham's character is called lee christmas wow 
Yeah, and also in Dumber and Dumber, uh, there's um, a character called Lloyd Christmas. I don't know which one that is. But there we go. Uh, that's 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 the full article now that we've read. I, I'm, that's one of my favourites we've ever had, though. Just yeah, that's excellent. Merry Christmas is amazing. Um, well, if we're reviewing articles, we really should m- m- move on to Critics Corner. Oh, no, we don't. No, what? We need to know what your choral piece of the week is, Dan. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I forgot. And this will be my piece of the week. Drum roll, please. Given that we're approaching midnight mass with every coming day, mm-hmm. my choral piece of the week would be I'd like everyone to go online and find the Jonathan Dove, Mr. Brevis, mm. um, because that's what we're singing at midnight mass, and it's going to be absolutely hilarious that's not a um a piece that i would have because to be midnight mass is is i don't know i wouldn't think it would want to be very loud well yeah it's meant to be i think it's meant to be jubilant in an to an extent because if the way if it's timed correctly we should hit the gloria by about midnight right which is then the day of christ's birth right so it's meant to be like woohoo and we know we're out of advent by that point which means um we can sing the gloria and we're not just singing the kyrie um but uh, it's going to be hilarious for several reasons. One, because it's going to be really well attended with... It's, got, it's St. Peter's Singer singing it, but it's going to be kind of SPS plus people who are around in Exeter who fancy singing, um, mm. who might be friends of people in SPS or family or, you know, anything. Um, oh, damn, I want to join in now. Yeah, we're also going to be um, probably pretty well trolleyed by that point um, <laughs> because there's not really going to be much of a... We're not an official s- position of Exeter Cathedral. This is yeah, not official information. Yeah. Um, it's um, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be quite fun. Um, <laughs> seeing, uh, and then to, and that's followed then that's then followed with um, Dyson in D for Christmas Day. Even so, oh, bang! And the uh, Britain Festival Te Deum, um, which uh, I haven't sung. But it's really weird. I'm not sure I whether think I like I it. I know it. No, I don't no. think I know that. I was one. listening to it in the shower this morning. It's interesting. So the whole um, Dove Missa Brevis is your, which has such a huge range in it. Like the Gloria oh, yeah. is amazing, but also the Agnus yeah. Dei is so mystical. Yeah, it's, it's 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 an epic piece of music. That's for very, sure. Very very good choice. Big fan of that. Okay, well mm-hmm. now now let's move on into Critics Corner. Actually, just before we do, oh, uh, um, reverse that jingle. What we can do is um, the Midnight Mass that we're singing, I think that's also being recorded by the BBC. Oh, cool. So I've got this one tonight and I've got this one on... Thing. So if you want, you know, if you want to listen to it live on, mm. on, um, for Midnight Mass, you can do. Um, I'll provide... Again, we'll provide a link on... I'll do one on my Twitter and, uh, and the Facebook page closer to the day. But um, mm. that's quite exciting. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm. Okay, right. Now we're going to go on. Is there any other reason why we can't go into Critics Corner? I don't think so. I think we're all good to go. Okay, let's hit it. Chewy. So, what I have something uh, which I, I've watched for the first time recently, um, which we, I could, I'd like to talk about. Have you watched anything recently? The only thing I've watched recently are the Harry Potter films and the final episode of um, Dynasties with David Attenborough. Oh, God. Pixel with Girl, the Tigers. Pixel Girl's sister came and visited the other day. And oh, yeah, yeah. bless her, she, she just wasn't having a very good day. She was a bit, she was just quite sort of emotional and, and sad. 
Yeah. And um, she was like, I want to watch something. I, I want to watch Dynasties. And so she put on the Dynasty episode with the penguins. Oh, no. Why did you do that? I know. And I was like, Alice, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you? She was like, no, I want to watch it. Like, <laughs> all, all your ideas are shit. And oh, then God. we sat and she was just bawling. She mm. was just crying her eyes out. And all, <laughs> I probably should I probably shouldn't have said it, but when it was just like a, one of the penguins that was dead, like lying face down in the snow mm. on its own, completely isolated, the most bleak looking thing ever. I just leaned over and I was like, oh, look, it's your love life. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, she, was, she was so... <laughs> we had to stop halfway through Dynasties because she couldn't take it. Jesus. It was just too sad. But um, it's great. Intense. It was a very great. It was a great episode, but oh, just totally not tonally appropriate. <laughs> well, the thing which I watched for the first time, which I'd, I'd like to review, uh, was uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Now, is this the animated one? No, this is the one with Jim Carrey. Ah, okay, cool. The two thousand one. So, have you seen this? I have. Yes. So, what do you think of it? I think, I mean, it's never going to compare to like the animated classic. Which I've also never seen. I'd like to it's that. really good, um, but I think it, you know. I think it's. I, I like it. I think it's you know. It's a, it's one of those films that you have to watch at Christmas. It's it's on the list of same with Home Alone, mm. um, and uh, like Die Hard. You've got to watch at Christmas. Um, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a pretty. I haven't seen it in ages. I haven't watched it this year yet. Um, well, that's the funny thing because Pixel Girl loved it as a kid and was like we've got to watch it i really really want to watch it like now as an adult and i was like okay cool we we can um uh i was doing no i wasn't painting no i did watch the whole thing with it with her and um there's so many adult references in that film that you just don't pick up on as a kid like the fact that when the grinch arrives and like all the babies are sailing down and in umbrellas um, and baskets. The adults are just having a swingers party, and yeah. there's just like a little subtle reference in there. There's quite a few of those for the adults, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is they, they actually got away with quite a lot with this film." Yeah. Um, but I mean, the standout thing is like I love Jim Carrey in it. Like it's just so him. Yeah, he's so. I mean, this is the thing. I th- I have a kind of like a weird relationship with Jim Carrey because there are performances that you see with him and you go. That's brilliant. You know, like you're, 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 as a character actor, you are absolutely superb. And the things he can do with his body and his face are He's incredible. elastic. Yeah, it's incredible. There are other things where he'll do something and his performance is just so grating and annoying and a caricature of himself that I find it really hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've watched, uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's called, there was a documentary about him making the film Man on the Moon, where... Right, oh, I think it might be something like that. Um, hang on, let me. I need to fact check this because I could be completely wrong. Um, I think I know the one you mean. This, this is the one. Well, Man on the Moon. Yeah, he, that, that yeah. was the one about Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a documentary on Netflix about him, make like making this film and how about and this is a thing that Jim Carrey does where he's when he kind of becomes a character like this and it's the same when he did. Um, this character, it's the same when he did The Grinch, it's the same when he does any of these ones where it really just takes him over. Yeah. Um, he talks about how he basically doesn't, he's not Jim Carrey anymore. He is a different person and just gets so deep into this character that it's just insane. Um, it's almost like a like being super method, but it's not because he doesn't feel like he has any control over it. Um, he's literally, it's like a, a hostile takeover of his body. Yeah, absolutely. He just completely, he 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 channels this other person and becomes other person. Um, oh my God. I just, saw, I just saw something on his Wikipedia page. 
Uh, he's going to be in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that's out next year. Oh my god. He's Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> that's going to be superb. Oh, I mean, it's going to be trash. But... I know, but that's why it's going to be superb. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing that I really wanted, though, is um, I was I thought he would have been a really interesting guy to have done his take of the genie in Aladdin. Yes, yeah. He I would mean, have been I, I, super at that. I do think that the decision to give it to Will Smith, I think that could actually really work. Like, I I believe that, that that could work, but I do totally agree he would have been... Because in many ways, he's in the same ballpark as Robin Williams. Like, yeah. Because um, he can also do very serious acting in the same way that Robin Williams did um, Good Will Hunting. Um, Jim Carrey did... Eternal um, Sunshine on a Spotless Mind. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. he has done occasional films like that. I mean, it is... is, mm-hmm. is definitely best when he's playing the mask or um h ventura or the grinch or Mm -hmm. these films where yeah he is just so lost in the character yeah in in the grinch he was absolutely fantastic yeah um oh truman show that was the other one um he um oh wow he he actually won golden globes for the truman show and man on the moon Mm mm-hmm Wow. Yeah, so I, I was I was wondering, because basically I thought it was fun. It, it wasn't, I didn't think it was a good film. Like, I think mm-hmm. it was quite kind of enjoyable. Um, and especially if you're a kid, it's so zany and like wacky. And there's so mm-hmm. many things which adults can enjoy as well. So it's quite well constructed in that sense. Um, I didn't think it was a, a good screenplay at all. I thought, but like, you know, whatever. It was enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. But I, we're, we're going to try and make our way through Christmas films, I think, this week. So I, I really want to watch Jingle All The Way. Uh, which I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I've seen <clears> half <throat> of in a bar in Birmingham when I was really quite drunk. So I remember it being really funny, but I mm-hmm. I was really drunk at a bar in Birmingham. So who knows? You should um, watch. Um, you should watch the holiday with Pixel Girl. Oh God, the the American Love Actually. We've already it's watched actually, Love Actually. It's actually quite endearing, and it's not riddled with just stupid cheesy moments like Love Actually is. Um, <sighs> it's 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 quite good. Like, I found myself, because we, we watched that first. That was the first Christmas film. Well, no, the first, first Christmas film we watched this year was The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, which mm. was just after Halloween. Um, but the um, I found myself watching half of Love, actually, because I was doing some editing first. And I, I found myself enjoying myself. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. God, I feel dirty. Like, because the thing is, it is an enjoyable film to watch. It's just bad. I'm yeah. sure we're going to get a bunch of emails about this. Um but uh, it is just a bad movie. Like, yeah. it, as you well, say, it's so cheesy. Just looking up the holiday, it's written by <clears throat> and directed by um, Nancy Myers. She did um, The Intern, Something's Gotta Give, It's Complicated, The Parent Trap. Oh, um, yeah. Loads of stuff. But the music in uh, The Holiday is uh, Hans Zimmer. Now, that doesn't fill me with... I mean, like, he's he's anybody's... Hans Zimmer is anybody's slut for enough money. I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll, we might have to give it a go. I mean, to be yeah. fair, there's only so many days actually that we can watch Christmas movies left. We're still, it's like a Christmas in a week, Dan. It's nuts. It's got, it's got Kate Winslet in it, which means it's always worth watching because she's just absolutely superb. Yeah. Jack Black's character is really, really good and not a caricature of himself. He's actually quite good, as is Jude Law. And Cameron Diaz is annoying, but she's annoying anyway. Um, I I really rate Jack Black actually as an actor. Like yeah. it's similar to Jim Carrey. Like he obviously can do those incredible over the top like Tropic Thunder or Tenacious D and like these mm-hmm. unbelievable characters. But equally, I think he can actually be quite a good, just solid actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just quite like him. 
I just I just get the vibe. You know, it's, it's, it's certain celebrities just like I feel like we'd be friends. Yeah. Like uh, I definitely get that from Jack Black. I get that from um, uh, Terry Crews. I'd really mm-hmm. like to hang out with Terry Crews. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but what are the other Christmas films then? Do you th- do you think what are the essential ones that we should watch? Because obviously well, you're going to say Home Alone. Home Alone, you've is so it's such a Christmas film. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the ones what are the ones that I watch. Um, I mean, I, I definitely want to watch Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. But um, I know that Pixar Girl isn't terribly keen on on that. But I am determined to break her down. <laughs> oh, this Elf. Have you seen Elf? No, I've never seen Elf. It's Will Ferrell. It's actually quite good. Yeah, it's one of the few things that he's in that I'm like actually I can tolerate that. Um, Polar Express. Oh no, that's a no from me. That, oh, that, I kind of like. I kind of like it. If I want to fall down the uncanny valley, I'll watch Rogue One. Yeah, fair. Arthur Christmas. Have you seen that? Because that's the Ardman one. I feel like I'd probably quite like it. Yeah, I have seen that actually. It is good. Okay, I feel like we're missing some really Die, Die Hard. I still have never seen Die Hard, and this is probably the right time of year to watch it. You should go on a bit of a um, Jim Carrey sesh. And what have you seen? His A Christmas Carol. No. So this 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 is a CG one again. It's a bit uncanny valley. Yeah. Because um, it's two thousand and nine, but he plays every single. Um, he plays Scrooge and all three um, ghosts. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds very Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, it's quite good, actually. See, the one that I, I'm quite keen to watch is, and one that nobody seems to talk about anymore, is Scrooged, which is the one with, the one with Bill Murray as Scrooge. And he's a, um, it's like a modern retelling in that he is a, like a TV executive. Oh, yeah. Like, I've, so I've never watched it, but I'd, uh, it's one of those things that I saw a thing on Imager about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that film exists. So I might have to give that a go. Um, I haven't seen that. But I feel like it's one of the more alternative Christmas movies, basically. Actually, hang yeah. on. It does actually say it appears, it has appeared on various um, lists of the best Christmas movies ever made. Empire, best Christmas movies. The only the only thing that makes me think of Scrooge is I remember sitting in a restaurant once. It was me, my mum, and my two brothers, and it was around Christmas. And one of my brother, I said, I described someone as being a bit of a Scrooge. Um, and my brothers were quite young at the time, and they said, "What's that?" And I <laughs> looked over to mum to be like, "Right, you can take this one. Explain who Scrooge is." And mum said. Scro- and deadly seriously, she said, Scrooge is a character from the musical Scrooged by William Shakespeare. <laughs> and I just looked at her and went, no. <laughs> she went, what? And I'm like, Charles Dickens, Christmas Carol. She went, oh, yeah. Was that her trying to be funny? Or was that I don't a know. classic I parenting, think just like, must... I'm going to make this up? <laughs> I think it's probably a mixture of everything. I th- you know, but it was just such great. She was completely deadpan. Like, yeah, yeah, Scrooged, William Shakespeare, musical. It was great. It was one of the first musicals. <laughs> It's like, mum, no. Amazing. So I've got this list up of the best Christmas movies. I'm just going to quickly run them down. Apparently, Brazil is a Christmas movie because it takes place at that time of year. What is that film? That's the one that Terry Gilliam uh, directed. Um, And it's about the guy whose life gets ruined because of a typo in a form. Um, and it's like quite all Orwellian, like it's because it's Terry Gilliam, like it's it's nuts. Um, everything yeah. I've seen from it looks absolutely mental. Um, but uh, I will have to add that to my little list. Um, Home Alone two, uh, The Polar Express, nope. Uh, Jingle all the way, good to see. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 
uh, a, a Charlie Brown Christmas. I used to read Peanuts when I was a kid. Like my dad had a few books. We had he had Asterix and Obelix and Charlie Brown like Peanuts like A five books versions of, yeah. of all the cartoons. So I've, I've read them, but no desire to see it. Uh, the Santa Claus. The one with Tim Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I only know because I think there was an advert for it on my VHS of Toy Story. And I've never Jeez. seen the film, but I've seen that advert about 50 times. <laughs> um, Love Actually. Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. What? Oh, 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 it's like Troll Hunter. Um, the the, the, the uh, blurb for this reads, The good news is that Santa exists. The bad news is that he's much more concerned about punishing naughty children in nasty ways than with providing rewards for those who have been good. This Finnish cracker sees the big man disinterred from the grave he's been trapped in for centuries by ill-advised scientists, only mm. to escape and go on a reindeer killing spree. Wow, a family of local reindeer herders managed to trap the monstrous Kris Kringle, but what about when his loyal elves come to look for him? Um, okay. Oh, wow. I'm good. Uh, okay, uh, below that... Oh, I've, I've just remembered an absolute classic that we, my family always watches. Yeah? The animated uh, version of The Snowman by Raymond Briggs. Funny you should say that because that is on this list. I'm looking at yeah. it right now and we always watch it as well. Though I always find yeah. it so sad. Yeah, it is sad. I always find there's something really melancholy and eerie about the art style too. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, it's it, kind it, of creepy. It's a bit... It's just very English, you know? It's quite yeah. hard to define, but it's it's very possibly because it's just been used by Waitrose for, like, everything, every Christmas. Yeah, because but they've, they've done loads, haven't they? There's, there's the snowman and the snowman and the snow dog. Yeah, um, they did a sequel not long ago, actually, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and they did the Father Christmas, because I used to have the books, and it's like Father Christmas when he goes on holiday... You know that oh, one? I didn't know that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, below that, you've got a M- Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, White Christmas, the Bing Crosby one. Uh, oh, Miracle on 34th Street. Um, the one, because there's, there's the original, which is 1947, and then there's um, Richard Attenborough's one in 1994, uh, mm-hmm. where there's like a, the, the lawsuit against him. Um, a Christmas Story, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Edward Scissorhands? What? Oh, yeah, that is a Christmas film. Oh, all right. Uh, lethal Weapon. You know that, you know the, um, oh, what was I watching the other day? It was a Game Grumps thing. It was a 10-minute power hour, and they did the Hanukkah. Have you seen that video? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, well, it's quite funny. It's worth a watch. Anyway, there's this bit where they kind of, like, nostalgically sing this tune, and it's like, bum, 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 bum. And that's um, from Edward Scissorhands. It's like it's just, it's a piece of music that's used in loads of, like, piss take videos all the time. Oh. Uh- Right. I had no yeah, idea that he was from. um uh wow. I had no idea that that was a Christmas movie. I'm going to have to add that to my little list. Uh also yeah, Lethal Weapon. I had no idea that, that was a the Christmas one. Uh mm-hmm. Home Alone, Elf. Yeah. Bad Santa, absolutely not. Um Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, a movie I've always wanted to watch. But is it? Oh, apparently it's a Christmas movie because there's a Santa outfit in it. Okay. Uh, Batman Returns. Also, that is not a Christmas movie. Kind of, I suppose. Scrooged is at the, near the top of this list. The Nightmare Before Christmas is at the top. Uh, Trading Places. The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> Gremlins. Really? I've never seen Gremlins. I've never seen Gremlins. Uh, apparently, it's the most festive of monster movies. So I'll have to give that a go. And that's a like a classic, isn't it? Like mm. everybody. Oh, yeah. It was produced by Spielberg. That was it. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Again, not actually seen that. I probably should watch it this year. And then at mm-hmm. number one, it's Die Hard. Yeah. 
So no surprises there. But um, God, there's so many that I haven't watched. Oh my God, I've just been re-watching them up at Christmas Carol. <laughs> It's going, to be, go. it's going to be interesting this Christmas, actually, because I feel like I'm now much more part of Pixel Girl's family. And we're actually spending mm. the day, uh, like we did last year, with her family. Um, yeah. And eating way too much food because her aunt is a trained chef. Um, nice. And it's going to be amazing. Um, and, um, you know, and then we get a second Christmas when we come back to my house. Uh, but, it's, but it's always interesting to see all those different traditions that are just like slightly different the way that other people do it like the order like in in my house at home we we, we always do like stockings in bed and then breakfast and then presents and then like yeah. a walk and then have we don't really have a lunch we have it as like a christmas dinner um yeah and same. then watch tv whereas yeah like for, for pixel girl like presents happen at different times um you know like we do tree presents as well in the evening i don't think i don't think they did that last year um, in our family we would normally do stock yeah stockings either in bed or everyone goes downstairs into the lounge in pajamas mm. um and then i remember being i being violently to- told off <coughs> by my mother um for declining a glass of um we had a, we had a glass of bubbly at like 10 it we got to like 10 o'clock in the morning and we were like that's fine that's a, that's early enough now um we're allowed to drink and i i'd been to the pub with dad the night before and wasn't feeling super fresh and i yeah. said i might not have one and your mum was like, take the champagne, you yeah. pussy bitch. Mum was like, f*** off, Dan. I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. And then we we would have, we're allowed to open one big present from under the tree before a certain time. And then you've got to wait for the others. You've got to wait mm. until like 11 or 12 before to like to open the rest. Um, and then, yeah, the same. We kind of like snacky pecky stuff through the day. Mm. Uh, and then we have the big, big Christmas dinner closer to kind of like late evening, you know. So we we do our stockings, and I, I have <laughs> slightly embarrassing to admit this because I'm a 28 year old man and I'm quite big, um, but I still get into my parents' bed to open stockings. Yeah. So it's like it's a it's obviously it's like a double bed. So it's built for two people, not two normal sized people, and then me. Um, yeah, and they're, they're adult son. Yeah, <laughs> fully adult son, <laughs> clambering in the middle of the bed because I've always yeah. gone in the middle because like ever since I was a small kid, like you know, you just nestled in between them and it's really cute. And now I'm just like, it's it's like when you see um, uh, what's it? Disney's Hercules. Like they've got the two quite small parents and then like enormous son by comparison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess we would have done that. But obviously, I have two siblings, so they would have reached a point where logistically that wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. We never actually had. <clears throat> stockings as such either we had like um they were like a sack like the same size as a socking but it was like a big drawstring bag with yeah. um or like mine was i think joe and i think my brothers joe and ollie had had things that resembled stockings more right. um but mine was like a red um a, a red drawstring bag empty your sack yeah absolutely into my waiting arms um <laughs> but it's really nice i've actually got presents to open I, so my my christmas day is going to be kind of underwhelming um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna get up really early and and open one of my presents from under the tree and then i'm gonna leave the rest and i'm gonna go and shower get changed and then i have to head over to exeter cathedral school because i they were they were asking for some help um for for people to carry over some food and things and help with the choristers so I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go and kind of like chaperone for a bit. Um, and then there's a load of other stuff happening in the afternoon, but I said, I don't want to do that. So I'll just go over and do like this half an hour in the morning, then come back, um, open some of my presents. And I think I've been invited to random f- members of the cl- of clergy because they know that some choral scholars aren't going home. So I'm going to the noons and then 
Colonel Mustards for, for, for drinks and things, and um, which would be quite nice. And then getting ready for all the services, you know. Yeah, yeah, because well, you actually have an active role to play on Yeah, on I will Day. have three, no, four services on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, Whereas I just have a lot of active eating to do. Like, I yeah. I really put, I can't emphasize enough how strong a showing I put in last year. In that yeah. I ate, I, I'd say pretty solidly three people's worth of food. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, uh, yeah, you've lived with me, so you know that is absolutely not an exaggeration. Um, no. And I, apparently they've they've sort of like made a Simon allowance this year. <laughs> they've, yeah. they've bought quite a lot more food. Um, so I, I might I might have to undertake an exercise program for my stomach in the run up to Christmas and just like, you know, do a, do a lot of running the day before and like, you know, yeah. have a lot of water and make sure I'm really hungry because it's so good, Dan. The food mm. is incredible. Juanita, yeah. if you're listening to this, you're an unbelievable chef. And Mike, because her husband does the nut roast for me while she does the like goose in a turkey and a pig or whatever it is. That they Some incredible yeah. concoction of meat that I can't eat. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. I've... Well, James and I are doing our Christmas meal because James goes home on Thursday. Mm. Um, he's going back down to Truro. So we're doing our, our Christmas meal for the house um, tomorrow evening. So we need to go out and, and find a choose a roast beast um i'm still determined to eat a f-ing swan though i'm like i'm really <laughs> i just want to eat one so i can say that i have you know it's really, if you're a member of the royal family and listening to this help dan out yeah. i mean or john's or john's college cambridge um, or if you're john rutter and you're listening to this <laughs> oh yeah if one of your memorial your one of your injured swans doesn't make it through this harsh winter send it to me <laughs> um and i'll um i'll make sure it's disposed of humanely um I want that and shirt, Dan. I really, really want that shirt. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, I need, the, yeah. it's the fact that you said you were going to do it. I'm just going to keep pestering you until it's, until it's finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do sit down and have time to do it, but it's just this weird time of year where I think that I've got times free and then I'll get a message being like, oh, can you come and sing this thing? Or, you know, I was nearly singing yesterday. That's why I preemptively said, can we not record yesterday? Ah, right. Because um, there was some Christmas reception. They were like, oh, they need a singer. I was like, okay, what does it, what does it entail? <laughs> Basically, how much is the fee? And they're like, oh, it's like 30 quid. I'm like, yeah, no. That's a no from me. Like, yeah. it's, it's astonishing how much, I won't say who it was, but there was somebody who I was drinking with the other day who had received a £95 fee for uh, a single evening of not terrible, like relatively difficult, but not terribly difficult music. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Jesus, like... It's pretty incredible, really. I mean, I usually, anything, the debt fee at Exeter Cathedral's just gone up, which is quite nice mm. um, for people who debt. Obviously, it doesn't make a difference to me because um, I don't debt anymore. Um, but there was a period of time where we were, I didn't realise that for two concerts and a Messiah, each one was getting a separate fee and each fee wasn't like measly in the, mm. in the, in the, in the slightest. So it's quite nice. Yeah. Oh, and Truro Look Cathedral are looking for a tenor lay clock. Oh, that'd be a nice place to be. Mm, seventeen thousand pounds, I think. No, no. They're looking for a a lay clerk who weighs seventeen thousand pounds. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how much the. F- no, it's less than that. Well, good. I mean, it's going to break the seats otherwise. I think it's forty. I think they were. I forget how much because I was reading through the application. Um, it's not a. It's not a bad amount of money, to be fair. Okay. And they get the lay clerks get two nights off a week. The bastards! I don't understand how that works. There's but, no day at Exeter where the lay clerks aren't singing. I thought they didn't sing on Saturdays. Except for Saturdays, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
that's just choristers <laughs> but like Lake, i mean like lay clarks on their own you know because like lay clarks and choral scholar there is no back row on a saturday but but on but it, well, the kids still two days the, in truro so they do, do just treble stuff on saturday yeah oh i didn't know that oh, okay so they alternate boys and girls each each day because the, like the boys and boys. girls each choir does what then two or three services a week three usually and then the the choral scholars sing every day except for saturdays but then sometimes we do sing on Saturdays, and then it's, if it's not Saturdays, it might be St Peter's Singers, in which case choral scholars sing again anyway. So like right. this term, we basically haven't had a Saturday off. It's been mad, which means it's been a service every day, mm. which is why they've changed it. So originally we were meant to be singing this week, but uh, they changed it so that the, we got the time off just to chill, which is quite nice. So I can hopefully get over this cough before the massive push of uh, music. God, I mean... In case you couldn't tell, guys, we sing <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> just, just to put that one out there. Um, yeah, we, we Dan sings much, much more than me nowadays. But I still need to find a choir. But uh, yes, mm. that's why we talk about this stuff so much. We have been talking about this for almost an hour. You realise? Oh God. Right. Should we move on to Patreon corner? Yeah, let's do it. Top lad. Uh, do you want me to do it, or do you, or do you want to? Uh, I can do it. Yeah, go on. Squeak? What was that? Oh, sorry, that's my chair. <laughs> that wasn't just be like, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious as to what it was. It was very odd. Can I, do, um, can I right. make it do it again? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do it. <laughs> oh, is that Simon Lane? Are you here? Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Right, here we go. <clears throat> Stop it. <laughs> so we find ourselves again. Stop it. <laughs> we find ourselves again in Patreon Corner. This is the moment in the podcast where we'd like to say a massive thank you to all our patrons uh, at www.patreon.com forward slash the wikicast. We remember. Um, we remember to say it. <laughs> we are so professional. This particular part of the podcast, however, we would like to say a massive thank you to our top lads. These amazing people donate five dollars each month to um, ensure the longevity of this podcast. Speaking of longevity, we've actually been doing really well in doing like successive episodes. Of yeah, late. we have it's actually been quite good. Be- better than, than previously for sure. Yeah, when we might just be absent for like a month. Um, um, but yes we're here Um, your donations mean so much they allow this podcast to actually remain present you know our hosting uh, requires money and the money that you give uh, is is, is hugely helpful in that we also do a weekly um, or an episode per monthly sorry um, donation to wikipedia uh, because again we we need wikipedia more than you'd think Mm. Um, and just kind of general kind of maintenance and admin and 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 kind of merchandise and and, and if simon and i are traveling to go and see each other to do some stupid video which you can guarantee we we, we do semi-regularly mm. um then then we use that money to to aid us in in traveling and, and kind of various other expenses and things so a massive thank you to our to our top lads um so without further ado i'd like to say a massive thank you to ben dent uh, ben mcmurtry and billy toulson i'd like to thank bryce d wilkins chucker cat and connor levers a big Christmassy thank you to Dan Havy. Uh, Dan Havy? Dan Havy? I? I know. What the f is going on? Um, I, I think know. it's because underneath is. Yeah, anyway. Dan Havy, Davy Schram Vontabel, and Elliot Conway. I'd like to thank Schmerix Navis. Shut uh, up. Habiba Amjad. Hen- and Henry Brewster. Isabel Ostrovsky, Jay Wright, and John Mannion. Geordie Eschendahl, Kyle Much, Lachlan Woods. 
Lewis Watson, Maggie and Marut Fakira Punyawat, Matt McGuire, Fee Gascoigne and Rory Healy. The Moustache Man, Simon Torseth and... No, say his name. Say his name. Sorry, Simon Clark. (laughs) (laughs) And then last but by no means least, Whitney Fairies and the wonderful Stephen. Thank you all so, so much. Top lad, we have a message from Google, Dan. I believe we do, yeah. Uh, Google is a a regular um, contact of the podcast. Um... And uh, we've got a special little message here. Google has emailed through saying, changes to our terms of service and private policy. Um, I'm going to summarise this email because it's dull as sin. Um, but basically, uh, Google wants us to, to, to let us know, and by extension, all you, uh, all you readers out there, um, that they're soon going to be publishing changes to our terms of service. And this may affect the Google services that we and you use. This is going to be starting on January 22nd. Um, and it's going to be effect- affecting many various different uh, Google-owned institutions, Drive, Play, YouTube, YouTube paid service. Um, This is Article 13 proofing themselves, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, But but we have some other emails as well, Dan. We do, we do, thankfully. Uh, We've got an email here from Ben Dent, who we thanked, I believe, very recently in our uh, Patreon Patreon top lad. We did uh, indeed. Thank yous. Uh, So Ben's emailing emailing in. Uh, His subtitle is Musings, and he, he says... Dear Messrs. Moore and Clark, it seems that I have somewhat of controversial opinion. I saw the crimes of Grindelwald the other week. Oh my God! I am not. I'm scared. What you're going to say here, Ben? <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I'm going to get very serious now. I, I know the noise you're going to make, Dan. It's going to be oh, this. Yeah? Oh, I didn't do it that time. Oh, oh I f***ed it. Oh no. <laughs> okay, he, he says. It seems that I have a somewhat controversial opinion. I saw The Crimes of Grindelwald the other week and must confess that both I and the friend I saw it with greatly enjoyed it. Although it must be said that both she and I tend to enjoy most films, I do however agree with Dan on the annoyance of the overturning of well-established law in this film. Despite this, we were both still entertained. Oh, Ben. Ben, what are you doing? How could this happen to me? They, they ask you if you're fine and you just got to say, no, you're not. Um, I'm continuing to greatly enjoy Simon's explorations into the world of being a cam girl, always accompanied with great music. By the way, Simon, the Chapel Choir CD definitely should be made available electronically. It's too good to waste. Uh, this week I have slash had my December tests for my final year of uni. The first one went well, I think, and I've yet to take the others. There is one that I'm worried about due to the complexity of the material, but at least these only contribute to the coursework mark for the year. I'm continually grateful to the quality of non-content in this digest and the excellent videos on Simon's channel as they, along with my two close friends from uni, have been getting me through from uni, have been getting me through this difficult first term. What? <laughs> I said I said uni and I my voice went, so I just thought I'd oh, rather than oh, give you the opportunity to rub yeah. it in um that broke in me, editing. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, keep up the good work, boys. Ben Dent, uh of the f- off variety. <laughs> So Thanks, ben. how do, how do you react to that then, Dan? I mean, saying that they enjoyed the film and that you know well, it was it was only mildly annoying uh, the yeah, returning well, of I mean, established I'm, law. I'm conscious of not wanting to sound like a Harry Potter elitist, and the one of the good things about any kind of criticism is that everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but Ben can get fucked and he's wrong. Okay, so the next um, the next email we have is from. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that's fine. If you were entertained, Ben, that's cool. Um, I I am still very very bitter about it. You might be able to tell. Um, I mean, I but, I just uh, I have, I still haven't seen it because I just have 
no desire to like there isn't yeah. i've yet to hear a single thing which has made me want to see this film and it's not because i know that it's not going to be so bad it's good it's yeah. it's it's not going to be the room of harry potter yeah. um i yeah just 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 no desire to see it whatsoever we didn't go to mm. see mortal engines by the way i still need to go and see that um but yeah ben i mean i i am currently in a superposition of uh being with you and not being with you uh because i have yet to make an observation so don't know although yes i do agree the chapel choir cd should be made available electronically i am not the person to talk to about that i might pop a message to michael and ask yeah. because well, we got close i did quite a lot of work in it but i needed to get some banking details to file for a u.s tax like number because oh, that's right. what you need to put it up onto itunes and uh nothing happened so was, sorry, it will that, happen was, at some point was that for chapel or was that for wikicast that was chapel okay because you um, can't wikicast we don't we didn't need anything for for putting the podcast up onto itunes because there's no paid element as soon as you do anything that requires um money through itunes you need to have a u.s tax number but and paid because i know that why aren't you a doctor yet is on spotify at least i'm pretty sure it is like so i think I, I, th- I think it is possible to get a podcast on as that i could you know a small small fry like we are um but I, I know that it is more difficult than other other ways I want to see if this is right because I did quite a bit of look. Black and, yeah, it is on there. How the f did he do that? I can always message and ask. Yeah, because I, I, I um, get your podcast. <clears throat> How to get your podcast on Spotify with Podbean? Oh. Oh, what the f? <laughs> did you, were you making your life way more difficult for yourself than you needed to? Well,. Because Podbean is our yeah, Podbean's our host. Um, you can request for Podbean to submit the podcast for distribution. Okay, yeah, we've submitted it, so we might. Oh, come up. That we that might. was way easier than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um. So at some point, hopefully. Um. Yeah. Podbean's just emailed me. Thanks for submitting your podcast to be distributed on Spotify. We'll be working with our Spotify representative on board. Your content. We'll let you know when everything's set up. Sick. So hey, maybe by the next podcast, we might be officially on Spotify. That was so much easier than you made me believe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't realise. I'm sure that. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's something because I know Podbean has changed their their kind of layout and just their the way their website works has changed. Because when I when we first started this, which in fairness was like a well over a year ago, ago, yeah, it probably has um, changed. You used to have to sub, you used to have to like contact Podbean and they would like approve you themselves rather than going through a a distributor. Right. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully that works. Then lastly, we have an email from Grace Carter, uh, who says, Help needed, but not Crisis Corner. So, mm. an interesting one. Dear Messrs. Moore and Clark... Sorry, when I was saying that, I don't know if you could visualise it, but I put my finger up and I was like, but... Wait, oh, yeah. you can't see yeah. that. Um, Dear Messrs. Moore and Clark, I need your help. I have just booked surgery for the 22nd of January. Due to a chronic illness, I need extensive abdominal surgery. It's a four to eight week recovery period, possibly more, and some of that will be strict bed rest. So I was hoping you could recommend things to read, watch, and listen to. All recommendations welcome. Happy holidays. Grace. Good grief. Wow. Well, firstly, I mean, best of luck for the... For the, uh, for the going for the into op. the uh, the human yeah. garage, that's yeah, yeah, that's pretty heavy stuff. I mean, eight weeks, God. I, I mean, obviously, I rather you than me. I, I don't think anyone's going to willingly say, you know what? I really fancy abdominal surgery. That yeah. that sounds really fun. Um, but okay, right. What are your recommendations, Dan? What should Grace be listening to and reading in bed? Hmm. I'm trying to think of it to kind of 
what would be fitting at that time of year? Well, so it's just after Christmas. <clears throat> it's going to yeah. be around yeah January, February. I've mentioned before there's some really excellent documentaries on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some really solid stuff there, and you can squeeze quite a bit of time out of that. So the salt, fat, acid, heat thing I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, yeah, that's really yeah. good. Um, Blackfish about um, SeaWorld and the mistreatment of killer whales. Um, there's uh, Chef's Table I always really, really like. I'm, a, I'm a, quite a keen kind of like amateur like home cook i really like cooking so <coughs> if that's not up your straza then i apologize but i think it's really cool <laughs> um it's also um chef's table is beautifully shot it's just stunning the production value on it is just insane mm. um as far as books go sapiens i'll always recommend i reread that recently because it's just fascinating what um, did you I'm make currently... of it on, on the reread did it did it change how you enjoyed it no, not at all, actually. I found, because there there it's so chock full of information. I read it a second time and suddenly took things away that I didn't take away on the first read. Right. I actually referenced it in an essay I wrote recently about um, Roman coinage and ah. just the nature of, of collecting coins and the nature of money and, and currency and gold. And I got have nice read, quotes from Cortez. Have you um, read um, Homo Deus? Cause that's, no, I haven't yet. It's staring at me uh, at the moment. It's, it's sat judging me because I haven't started reading it yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I need to. I really need to get on and finish um, on the steps of Grand's. You know that Grand Substation one. I sat down and wept. Yep, it's on my Goodreads now, so it's, yep. uh, it's in there. Uh, I need to finish that. I'm also waiting for my housemate James to finish reading a Christmas Carol because I want to start that very soon. Um, and I only I'm, I've made a rule that I'm only going to read uh, like a chapter each time, and I'm going to read like a chapter a night when it's dark sitting near the christmas tree and i want to have like a proper little christmasy sesh mm. that should be quite nice um other than that i've got some quite cool things to crack on with reading for my dissertation and my script writing module next term but that's probably not strictly applicable mm. um read watch and listen to listen to um i don't know if you've come across the stephen fry audiobooks <laughs> um harry potter they're quite good uh, i i listen to them on and off and uh, yeah i've heard, yeah, I've really, heard you really mention great. them yeah um speaking of stephen fry he's equally he's also done um he's done the audiobook for mythos um which has been stupidly successful um i know ed dunn uh another reader of the podcast um <laughs> who everyone knows uh he uh he um he's listened to it and i've listened to snippets when he used to live here and it's excellent um likewise with his narrating of the entire like the complete works of sherlock holmes that's really really cool um i well to, just to jump in um mm -hmm. i because i i mentioned this to you do, do you listen to song exploder because i can't remember if you said you did or not no ah so right this is an excellent podcast um which is a one an absolute must if you are a, mu a fan of any kind of music um yeah because it, it basically breaks down a song and that could be a popular song or a a piece of music like for example johan johansson did one for arrival the, the music for arrival and um the host basically introduces it uh and then about 80% of the episode is the composer or the artist explaining how, from the ground up, how they built the song and what, um, uh, like, creative processes, mm. you know, like, like, how they got to it. So the one I just listened to was Go Your Own Way from um, Fleetwood Mac. 
and talking yeah. about the background of the song, but then also how they chose the instruments, how they chose, but you know, all the key creative decisions, basically, um, how how they arrived at all all the, the the finished product. And then once you've heard all of that, you hear the song, and it's like hearing yeah. it for the first time. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah, they've done one for you know some of the music from the Avengers. They've done it for. Um, uh, some video game stuff they've done it loads of it is like quite indie pop stuff but also more yeah. interesting artists like arcade fire did one recently yeah um, yeah. yeah really that sounds good very very much recommend that 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 one is on spotify um yeah. another podcast is i mean we've already mentioned my dad wrote a porno if you haven't listened to that you absolutely should because it's excellent yeah. so funny. i was just thinking actually if you're looking for some good recommendations in terms of podcasts um uh our mutual friend and guest on this podcast, uh, Tom, Tom Zalatnay, um, did, yes. his, he was, he's doing Podvent on his Twitter. If you go to his, uh, it's, um, at Tom Zalatnay, hmm. um, N A I at the end there, not just N I. Um, and, uh, he yeah you can you can scroll through his feed and each each day he's been featuring a different podcast he listens to um and that's quite a good way i've actually i've come across some some more myself i also had another uh, a couple like a week ago one of my guilty pleasures is going back and rewatching the um the playlists for the cra- like crash course series so oh, really? ancient history american history biology um because i used to i used the biology ones so much for my ib bio hmm. um but I, I'm absolutely, I love American history um, and they're really cool. They're, they're just generally really interesting to watch and you can consume them in little snippets and you can almost treat them ad po- as podcasts. You just have kind of sit and listen away. On similar um, veins, two that I'd like to recommend from Radio 4 are In Our Time, which we've mentioned before, absolutely. Uh, and yeah. History of the World in 100 Objects, which yeah. is the little bite-sized bits. They're all objects from the British Museum and it's fascinating. So, so yeah. good. The other thing about In Our Time, too, is there is this, the general In Our Time, and then there's also ones that are broken down by subject. Oh, I didn't so there's, know that. Oh, there's okay. In Our Time history, there's In Our Time philosophy, In Our Time, you know. Um, so that's worth, if you've got a particular subject area you're, you're keen on, mm. um, go to that specific like thread of, of, of In Our Time podcast. Um, and then two more uh, briefly would be uh, Sparks and Quarks. Uh, yeah. by, by two readers of the, of the podcast, Dan V and Adam, um, which is really good. Like, I'm not just suggesting that because we're, you know, nepotist, um, but mm-hmm. I actually really enjoy listening to it. Uh, and then also one which I've only recently discovered, thanks to my friend Claire, who's also a reader, um, uh, is The Good Place has a podcast where they break down each episode and they bring on a creative, which could be an actor or a writer or a director, and they talk about how they went about writing producing and is this this is this really good netflix series you're talking about yeah which you don't like at all (laughs) (laughs) but like and but what's interesting to me is they they will then talk about the philosophy aspects of it um and it's i don't know i think that's really interesting that that'd be podcasts uh reading um i just finished rereading a brief history of time and i'd absolutely recommend it to anyone who's interested in science um the, oh, just trying to think. If you if you want something nice and long to read, um, Game of Thrones would be a good choice. Uh, the Gaunt's Ghost series, if you if you'd like some sci-fi. Um, the the I need to read more of them. The Ian M. Banks books. Um, oh god, what's it? the Culture series? That's what they're called. Mm. Um, and then uh, <laughs> slightly oddball recommendation from me, but I really, really, really enjoyed the Arnold Schwarzenegger autobiography. <laughs> I thought that was one of the most yeah, really? interesting books I've read in a long time because he's just such an interesting person regardless of what you think of like his sort of personal life and he's done a lot of questionable things um, mm-hmm. like I I just I, it was just so interesting it was just yeah. a really really interesting book a similar vein actually um, if, you've, if you haven't read any Noam Chomsky 
there's some really excellent collections of his various essays or um, kind of, uh, what's the word, uh, transcribed lectures. Mm. Um, the Essential Chomsky uh, is one that's really good. Knowledge and Power. I've both I've read both of those now and they're super. I still need to read them. Yeah, they're fascinating. They really are. And 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 controversially, and I believe I've mentioned this before, um, Russell Brand wrote a book ages ago called Revolution. Um, I read that mm. when I was in like year eleven or twelve at school, I think. Um, and however you feel about Russell Brand, um, it's well worth a read. It's really interesting. It poses some really interesting ideas. And what's fascinating is that he's done most of the actual work himself, in, but not, in, not obviously the writing, but actually going out and finding experts in various different fields and just having really sincere conversations with them. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a really good book. It's probably one of the best. How would you classify that kind of novel? Because it's not, uh, well, it's, a, it's not a novel, but uh, I mean, like a, um, it's not an autobiography. It's a, it's one of the most interesting pieces of nonfiction wow. read, written, written by a celebrity I've ever read. I mean, I find him an interesting person. I, I feel like I probably disagree with a lot of what's going on in the book, but like, it'd be interesting. I'm, I, I'm not sure about that, actually. Yeah. I think, I think you'd read it and you'd probably go, you know what? Actually, fair point. That's a really good idea. Um, mm. It's not, you know, it's not him saying kind of like, don't vote and we'll change the system this way. And it's very much kind of like how to bring a bring about political and sociocultural change in a way that is non-destructive, um, passive in terms of it's not like rioting and, and marching <laughs> on the street and stuff like that, you know. But yeah. it's genuinely a really interesting, very, very well-written book. He often can come across as a bit overly like grandiloquent in interviews and, mm. and I think that can work against him quite a lot of the time but when he's presenting himself in a written medium um, you really realise that he's got an incredible brain um, and a real sense of, of of kind of good voice good like written voice hmm. um, it's well worth reading so that's that's Revolution by Russell Brand is that enough to keep you going Grace? <laughs> it should be enough there yeah absolutely <laughs> I feel like we just absolutely bombarded you with, uh, with stuff now um <laughs> um cool okay uh just to reiterate what dan said best of luck for the surgery i hope that you Absolutely. feel better soon and um, we'll be thinking of you yeah and and a very merry christmas uh in, I, ho I hope that you can enjoy christmas food without uh needing additional abdominal surgery because i probably yes. will so simon what it, no that, that's right isn't it that is my name yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just making sure I got the right bit of the outro. God. It's that you wouldn't tell it's our like 50 second episode episodes. or something. Yeah. So, Simon, what have you learned today? Well, um, it's Daniel, right? Um, yeah, that's me. Hi. What's this podcast again? Why are we here? Uh, we've been talking about Christmas parentheses surname. Uh, a fairly oh, yeah. uncommon surname. Uh, there are at least 50 people over the past 170 years who have been called Merry Christmas. <laughs> I still can't read that and not laugh. Um, this article definitely written by someone whose well, English wasn't their first language. Uh, and uh, we had a great time talking about this Christmas, but also our own Christmases uh, and what we've been up to recently, my graduation. Um, if you want us to do a boozy wikicast where we get trolleyed and then try and record an episode, then uh, do donate mm. to the Jingle Jam, which hopefully, unless it gets cancelled, I will be appearing on uh, the day this comes out on the Saturday uh, and say awesome. your donation that you want one. Um, and then what else are we talking? We talk about a lot about music, about Christmas films. The Grinch, we had Home Alone, we had Die Hard, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, a pretty extensive list, actually. Um, and an embarrassingly long conversation about 
the the nature of Christmas and music and life in general. We just had a bit of a ramble, I think, which is always nice. Yes. Um, we try and keep this podcast kind of concise and, and at least vaguely on topic. But every now and then we can't we can't help if we go on a bit of a ramble no. um, because it's just good fun, isn't it? We just get carried away, guys. Like, you know, we just enjoy doing this. Yeah, uh, we we had a we had a big thank you to our, our top lads. Um, we had some uh, correspondence from Google um, and Ben too. Ben is lovely to hear from. I like saying I just like saying his name. I, I, I really enjoy getting hearing from him because his name is just fun. Bendant. <laughs> Jesus. And that's all for this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice. We might even be on Spotify soon. <laughs> you can like us on Facebook, and if you like our faces, check out our YouTube channel, Spongy and Electric. Reports of Merry Christmases and Happy New Years can be sent to us at spongyelectric at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Join us again for another tumble down the wiki rabbit hole. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you next time. time. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Chrysler. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs>